Hello and welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly and I'm here to provide regular bursts of information and inspiration, some neuroscience applicable to eating disorder recovery, perhaps a few rants, but otherwise lots of positivity with a bit of a Feck It attitude, some fun and a sprinkling of fabulousness to help everyone find freedom in recovery. Hi, welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly, I'm an eating disorder recovery coach. This week in the UK, it's Mental Health Awareness Week. And the theme of Mental Health Awareness Week this year is the topic of loneliness because of the huge impact being lonely can have on a person's mental health, well, and their physical health as well. And so because it's Mental Health Awareness Week and the topic is loneliness, I thought that I would read to you a post I wrote back in 2019 when I'd been in recovery for probably about three months, three or four months. And I wrote a post at that time reflecting on my experiences of loneliness, both when I was deep in the eating disorder and at that point in time in my recovery. So I'm just going to read that post to you and reflect on it. Loneliness is something I think we all experience in one form or another through having an eating disorder and in recovery, but is something that we don't often talk about. Lately, I'm not ashamed to admit I have been feeling really quite lonely at times. And although loneliness is not a new concept in my life, The shape of the loneliness I'm experiencing now is different to the ways it has affected me before. And this got me thinking more about being lonely, whether we are physically alone or even if we are surrounded by people. However loneliness affects us, it can be difficult to tolerate and to manage. Generally, I do believe that as humans we're supposed to be social creatures. Like other mammals, humans evolved to be together to connect, love and support one another, to nurture and to care. And loneliness is often defined as occurring when our need for these rewarding social contacts or relationships is not being met. And having said that, not everyone who is alone will feel lonely. In fact, I am and always have been a person who enjoys and in fact needs time alone in my own company and I can very often feel very content by myself, passing the time as I see fit and often do frequently even crave alone time. But at other times I can and do feel very lonely when I'm alone and at these times it's generally because I'm longing for some form of human contact and that human contact is not available to me. So when understanding the above definition of loneliness It's also easier to understand why at times we can also feel lonely even when we're surrounded by people, perhaps even when surrounded by our loved ones, if the people around us are not meeting our internal needs for a deeper sense of connection. But no matter what, loneliness is an incredibly hard emotion to manage. Before developing the eating disorder, I'm fortunate to have rarely felt lonely. I had good and meaningful relationships with family, friends and others. And if I needed meaningful contact with another person, I could generally find it. 
In fact, I can honestly remember the couple of times in my pre-eating disordered life when I did experience more acute loneliness. And I think the reason they're still so vivid in my memory is because the loneliness was not easy to live with and it was not something I was that familiar with. And research has shown that loneliness is in fact something that although it's not a recognised mental illness, does have a huge detrimental impact on us. People who are lonely have been found to display signs and symptoms of more acute stress on the whole body than people who are not lonely. And loneliness has even been said to be as lethal as smoking 15 cigarettes a day, with lonely people 50% more likely to die prematurely. So with that in mind, let's face it, loneliness is not much fun and it's really not very good for us. And the sad fact is that people with eating disorders are also more likely than those without to experience some form of loneliness on top of all the other bullshit that the illness throws at them. So what forms of loneliness might you experience with an eating disorder? Well, to answer this, I will speak from my own experiences, and perhaps you can relate to some of it. When I was sick, I really isolated myself. I pushed people away. I avoided social situations, and I lived alone. And that was mainly because of fear of anything that would involve unknown food, or having to sacrifice my rigid and disordered routines. But I wasn't happy. I was incredibly lonely but the illness became the only comfort in my life because the cruel fact of an eating disorder is that the pain and misery of being lonely is easier to tolerate than the terror of doing anything outside the control of the illness. And this form of loneliness when really very sick is hard, but the isolation then allows the illness to grow stronger and as it does the numbing effects of the eating disorder, also mean that feeling the true depth of misery and the true depth of how lonely you are can be avoided through numbing it with the eating disorder. But for me, there were times that I would still glimpse into the world that I was no longer a part of. Times of noticing just how cold and miserable I really was. And even now, when I remember those times, they really do still make me want to cry, even today. And as well as this, during the illness and in recovery, there were also many occasions when I would be with loved ones or other people when I was desperate for someone to help me and to comfort me. But I would find it so hard to voice my internal emotions or the pain I was experiencing from the illness that it would go unnoticed. And this, I think, was a more powerful feeling of loneliness to the loneliness experienced when I was actually alone. Because dealing with inner demons that nobody else can understand when in a room full of people is something that I'm far from alone in experiencing. And it's a very, very lonely experience and situation to be in. And at the time of writing this post, I then went on to write that now I am on a hopeful road to recovery. I am feeling alive once again, hopeful, and quite frankly, I just want to be out there living life. 
I don't want to isolate anymore and I really want to be around people. But I'm also living alone once more. Suddenly I find myself enjoying the company of others during the day when I'm working and then in the evenings or at the weekends I now at times crave certain forms of meaningful human contact. But sadly, due to years of isolating in the illness, I don't currently have many people to call on to socialise with, to be around, to talk to and enjoy moments with. And I'm doing all the things that they advise when considering how to manage loneliness, avoiding isolating, I'm being around people even if not directly with them, I'm joining social groups. But it's going to take time for that meaningful life to build up And in the meantime, it's still really quite lonely. However, I also do understand that we have to experience really tough emotions as they serve a purpose. And this feeling of loneliness now is making me take action to find ways out of it, to find ways to ensure future weekends are not as lonely as this one. So I'm sitting with this loneliness today, feeling it and using it. I'm reaching out to people and to groups and researching ways to build my life from here. And I'm also remaining vigilant to the fact that the illness can use this loneliness to try to creep back in, offering a numbing blanket from the difficult emotions that are arising. And I'm determined not to let this occur again by also doing all I can to stay on top of recovery. Loneliness is hard. It's very hard. We all experience it and it comes in more than one form and at different stages of illness and different stages of your recovery. I think though the key is not to let loneliness make the illness stronger, not to let the illness gain ground because it numbs the hard emotions arising out of it. Let the feelings of loneliness be there and use them to change the situation in any way possible to lessen the feelings of being lonely reaching out to people, talking, sharing, getting into the world, whatever it takes that's not letting the eating disorder win. So that was the post I wrote back in 2019. And since then, my life has become increasingly less lonely. Of course, you know, I still experience loneliness from time to time, like anybody does in this world. And that's okay Now it's more a general sense of loneliness from time to time. It's not that perpetual, deep-rooted, ongoing, cold, hard, difficult loneliness that you experience in the eating disorder. And it's not that loneliness of feeling like you're around lots of people but nobody understands you that you experience both in the eating disorder and in recovery. Life does get better with recovery and you can build your life again. So if you're lonely at the moment, either because you're still in the illness or because you're in recovery and you're still feeling that depth of loneliness, just keep working at your recovery. Keep working at building your social contacts wherever you can and life will become less lonely and more tolerable. I'm Heli. I'm an eating disorder recovery coach. I hope that you're looking after yourself and I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Feck It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. Don't forget, eating disorder recovery doesn't have to be boring and doesn't have to be serious. Now go and grab yourself some food and have a fabulous rest of the day.